enterprises are accelerating the adoption of digitalization and ad the agile methodologies, dramatically changing their risk profile. According to Gartner, many organizations continue to add layers of defense, which in turn increases the complexity of defending against the continued onslaught of more and more advanced attacks. Now, the 2022 state of the threat from SecureWorks noted that in 2022, ransomware, loaders, stealers, zero-day exploits, and cyber warfare, as well as espionage, just keep coming. What is just as troubling are that threat actors are growing in skill and stealth. In this podcast for future CISO, we are joined by Mr. Alex Tilly, Head of Intelligence Research for Asia-Pacific at SecureWorks, to talk to us about business and CISO preparedness considerations for ransomware attacks. Alex, welcome back to Podcast for Future CISO. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be back. What are the highlights of this year's 2022 State of the Threat Report? And in particular, what has changed significantly from the previous year? I think really what's significant about this report and the data set that we worked on for this last year in the review is that what was happening and affecting businesses badly last year is still affecting them badly this year, which is not a brilliant message as, as much as for, you know, this is some brand new stuff, but it's a message that sort of says the same stuff keeps working for the bad guys and they're getting better and better and they're getting, and they're still getting through and they're still uh, penetrating networks. And we haven't really, as an industry, fixed the problem as it were. So it is a case that ransomware is still a thing. We're seeing various families of malware coming back and disappearing and we're seeing a lot more attacks based on internet-facing vulnerabilities, which I think is something key to call out, which means that businesses have these systems that they have out on the internet, but they're not patching them. For a person like myself, it's, it's funny because I often say patching isn't sexy. No one likes to talk about patching, but patching does make all the difference. And I think what we're seeing with this report is that a large number of these internet-facing vulnerabilities are getting exploited. So businesses really need to, unfortunately, do the grind work of patching these systems to help them keep the bad guys out of their networks. You're saying we still get hacked by nearly the same kind of attacks. I mean, ransomware, um, denial of service, all of these. So what are business leaders and CISOs getting right? And more importantly, what are we getting wrong when it comes to cybersecurity preparedness? If I look at what we do across the Asian region, including Australia with that, I think it's a lack of investment in security. And, and I'm not just talking about financial investment. I'm talking about resources and, and the time that you're giving your staff that you already have to do security-related tasks. So I made a bit of a glib comment about, you know, patching being boring and not wanting to do it before. But that genuinely is, if you as an organization are paying for skills to do your technical work, I think there's a lack of understanding that we need to invest some of that time in these less flat tasks such as log management and patching and I think genuinely oftentimes we think that we can spend money to fix the problem but oftentimes we're already spending the money internally and we can just redeploy those human resources so I think that's something that we across the board are getting wrong is that lack of investment in these less flashy types of activities what we're getting right is people are definitely seeing that they need to have visibility they need to understand what's coming into their networks and what's going out of the networks and what's happening on their endpoints and all these types of things people are understanding that visibility is really really important because we can't rely on our security controls to be 100% complete and effective, but we need to be able to see when something gets through. So I think visibility is something that people are really investing in heavily now, which is great, but I think also some of the more boring aspects of cybersecurity need to be invested in a bit heavier. Let's drill down specifically to ransomware attack. And at the operational level, how big of a problem is ransomware for the CISO himself or herself? And in cases where an organization, one, has a CISO, and two, they experience a successful ransomware attack, is the CISO typically asked to explain what happened, why it continues to happen despite all the investments, and what to do next? 
most definitely, if the buck has to stop somewhere, right? As part of a, a security function, the buck tends to stop with the CISO or the CISO normally to explain what's happened. And I think one thing that we are learning more and more about is that we need to have business preparedness for ransomware so that when there is this bad event and everyone's running around panicking and the business is crippled and it's a really bad day, people have some sort of guidance. And I think that oftentimes does come to the CSO or the CISO to say, okay, this is where we're going to go. This is what we're going to do first. We've got this amount of human resources to deploy. We've got this amount of technical resources to deploy. This is we're going to deploy them. This is how we're going to move forward. Because let me tell you, on that bad day when everything's terrible, that's not when you want to be making those decisions. So definitely it falls on the CSO to make these decisions up front to say, this is the direction we're going to go in. And oftentimes that has been very difficult conversations between department heads and the um, executive teams at businesses about what's the most important part of business, what's the most important system to come back first. Because let me tell you, if you ask someone in a business, what's the most important system here? Everyone's hand goes up. Every part of your business is the most important part of your business to someone in your business, right? To have those discussions up front to decide how things are going to come back really will help to, it won't calm people down because it's, it's a terrible day, but it will help people at least understand how they're going to move forward. And at a board level, that's what they're looking for from a CSO is, okay, the bad things happened. There will be time to investigate it later on. Things are very unclear now what's happened, but I want to understand how are you progressing the business to go to recovery? And that's the questions that need to be answered, I think. In our part of the world, what's your view on this? Uh, your discussions with your customers, are they receptive to uh, the idea of not paying ransomware? It's a really interesting question because I always sort of say your business is your business, if that makes sense. And as SecureWorks, we will help you with your business. That's what we do. So the decision to pay or not pay, while we would suggest that not paying is probably the better option, definitely does come down to each business making their own decision based on their own set of circumstances. What we would hope is that a business has done the preparedness steps up front so that they don't have to pay, so that they can move directly to recovery, if that makes sense. And which is one of the reasons why I like talking to yourself and others like you, because it's like, let's get this messaging out there that just because you pay doesn't mean that the problem's fixed overnight. It takes time. Even if you pay, it'll still potentially take weeks to get back to full functionality if you ever can. So I think there's a real messaging issue with ransomware, which is around, well, I'll just pay and I'll get some keys and then decrypt and we'll be back up and running after the weekend, which simply isn't the case. So you can find yourself in a situation where you pay and you get the keys, but you're still offline for weeks because it's hard to deploy the keys to get the data decrypted. So having these discussions up front to say, well, will we pay or not? If we don't pay, what do we do? how do we move towards recovery, I think is very important because people seem to, yeah, as, as I said, think that there's a magic bullet of just paying and it's going to be fixed, which is not the case. And I'm starting to read that uh, insurance isn't really helping because premiums are going up and not everybody wants to handle this. Definitely. I, I think the insurance market um, ran headlong into cyber insurance and they've just realized, I think, uh, in a number of cases that, oh, wow, we actually have to pay out a lot more than we thought we would. So things are getting backpedaled a bit quicker as the reality of the situation around ransomware starts to present itself over the last few years. That's actually one of the key questions for businesses to have is, have you talked to your insurer and have you said, well, what will you pay out for? What are your expectations of us as a business for our coverage because it may have changed since you took the coverage out five years ago um, and you might not have noticed that updated in terms of service. So I think definitely one thing people can do straight away is contact your insurer and see what you're covered for. What's your recommendation? How does a CISO or a CISO help prepare the organization not only against ransomware, but also against every other single cyber threat coming at? 
Yeah, that's the million dollar question, isn't it? As I've said just before, I, I genuinely, I think preparedness, doing the discussions and having the planning done before the bad day happens. Don't wait until the bad day and then try and make decisions then. I think spend the time now and deploy some resources now to help the business understand where they're going to sit and, and how they're going to respond to not just a ransomware event, but a straight up hacking event or a data breach event or something like that. But having that time spent now to make those decisions and have that preparedness chat will save a lot of hassle down the line. Alex, thank you for joining us as always on Podcasts for Future CISO. Thank you very much. That was Alex Tilly, Head of Intelligence Research for Asia Pacific at SecureWorks on the topic of business and CISO preparedness considerations for ransomware attacks. You are listening in the Podcast for Future CISO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcast for Future CISO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcast for Future CISO. Bye for now.